Welcome to episode 161 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Falcon Winter Soldier and forfeiting the soul. The Gossamount Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and super soldier specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between. All while not taking any of it too seriously. Hi Caleb, how are you? Hey, happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day <laughs> yesterday. Well, to or, our audience, yes. Or four days ago if you're watching the YouTube version. It's Earth Month now. It's no Earth Year. Earth Year. How dare you? I'm sorry. How dare you? Uh, K- Caleb, what is Earth Day? Sorry, I like. I really. <laughs> we weren't gonna talk about this. But I know. I just. What is Earth Day? It's where you. Uh, that take, sums it up. Yeah. Take a moment to. Okay, I wasn't done. <laughs> I actually like Earth Day. Thanks. No, I think it's great. Anyway, it's sorry. where we take a moment. And look at how beautiful God's nature is and remind ourselves to be good stewards of it. You and I have different Facebook feeds because <laughs> that is not the impression of Earth Day I have gotten so far. What is your impression? I'm curious. Uh, it's where you just teeing up a hot take. Yes, uh, I'm it's, ready. It's where you... There's so many things I want to say that cross the line, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to, for the first time ever, not do it. Okay. (laughs) You sure? This is kind of new. You're you're growing a new leaf. Mm -hmm. Here, hold on. As one might say. Hold on. Check the notes. On Earth Day. uh, And tell me if this is a thing I should say or not. Okay. Caleb is checking the notes. I don't see you typing anything. There he goes. It's the one no, day no, a year no, we no. let Greta Thunberg out of Sweden to lecture us. Yipes, you just said the thing. It's the one day a year we let I Greta, love Thunberg, Greta Thunberg out of Sweden to lecture us, which is exactly what happened, by the way. I haven't um, seen anything by Greta Thunberg, actually. She was trending on Twitter. Oh, I don't yeah. go on Twitter because it's useless. Yeah. She was the trending. definition of useless. She she was trending on Twitter because she made some threat. It felt very threatening. Of how long do you think you can get away with it? I'm like, <laughs> like, what do you, mom? <laughs> like, excuse me. <laughs> so I don't know. Mommy? It was it was kind of funny, but no, I I do think Earth Day is important in the sense that see, all right, this is a thing, and this is probably a thing for another episode since we are super not prepared to talk about this topic at all mm-hmm. christians should not be on the end of don't take care of the environment because yeah. future earth that is that goes against every single ounce. i think it's the one thing that like <laughs> i mean there there's for sure more left side christians or just full-on left side christians and i don't mm-hmm. think that you can't you know be a <clears throat> christian if you're on the left side of politics but anyways just I'm that's what some people believe. That, and that's not even but the I most feel offensive like, thing that was said this podcast. I feel like um 
call this episode the hot take like Earth Day or just environmentalism, mm-hmm. I right. guess you could call it, is right. the one like topic that we should all agree on. I I think that right. the only thing that w- where we might disagree is just like the level of concern, maybe right or action towards those things, right? Um, the the Christian but, standard is be good stewards of the gift God's given, and right. that includes the planet. So, yes. um, I mean, you know, it and it starts small. I actually think there's things Jordan Peterson can tell us about this also, in that it starts on the small stuff. So if I'm eating chicken wings and walking, uh, to not just take them and throw them on the ground where someone's brand new dog might try and chew them. Sorry, I'm a little upset because yeah. this has been happening for weeks. He's already I'm just talking about this before. Wings, like, but it, it's small stuff of of I can't expect these companies to have these uh, massive changes if I am throwing trash out the. A window no. of my car. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Not that I do that. Sorry, that implied like oh, you gotta stop. But <laughs> I've never done that. Like, I haven't ever. either. I don't know <laughs> I what. Don't know. Yeah, I've never thought that that was okay, and right. I don't see how people do think that's okay. Right. Like, what has to break in a person's brain to say like, here's garbage. I'm just going to throw it throw out. it out the window. <laughs> and if this is a thing, which that is honestly why my car looks done, like it does. Right, mine too. <laughs> but that's because I throw it away later. Yes. When I've accumulated enough to justify yes, a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if that's a thing that uh, you've done and you're kind of kind of a feeling uh, convicted, a bit com- <laughs> or kind of offended at this. <clears throat> So anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> we're talking about you. No, uh, so, yeah, no, no, Earth Days. For, oh, sorry, can I talk about one more thing I saw trending on Twitter that I actually need our audience's help? Um, Apple, they had their, hey, we're putting out new computers kind of event that they do twice a year. Yep. Um, and I cannot tell if these things were tweeted ironically, as in they didn't unveil any new features, or... If they were genuinely excited. So mm-hmm. one of the things that they announced is that the IMAX, they'll come in different colors. Wow. Uh-huh. And the... <laughs> I wasn't sure what reaction I was supposed to have to that. And their their keyboards, uh-huh. they'll have Touch ID. And apparently in the presentation, they made a huge deal that the wireless keyboards have Touch ID. But I go on Twitter to see trending just to see what part of the country's on fire um and it turns out it's like half of it anyway um i i go on in touch id is trending and i'm like okay you have my attention and it's just people tweeting like touch id are you serious you know like they're out of their mind and then (laughs) wait what and then and then you'd get these actual tech people chiming in for like well the touch id is actually uh, completely innovative because this and there's other people who are like holy crap <laughs> it's touch id on the keyboard apple's never done this except for all the times they have like and i i can't i can't tell if people were like on a separate keyboard like this yeah oh Interesting. Oh, oh, for for like for IMAX, IMAX, yeah. IMAX. Okay, I thought we were yeah. talking about a MacBook Pro. No, I was no, like, no. Yeah, mine has it right. No. Here. <laughs> yeah, but but for they'll have it on the wireless keyboards now, ah. and I cannot tell 
if these if these things they were tweeted in in ironic fashion of hey you didn't unveil anything i thought they had a new imac no it's just different colors there's no new technology in it it's actually technology they took from the uh the macbook pros Mm. It's just like, yeah, we we put the insides of a MacBook Pro in a bigger computer. Good luck. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if if you caught that event, please email us. Go to our website. Put in a message. Tell us if it was underwhelming or not because tone is the key to sarcasm. And Twitter's not always the best at that. But it sounded pretty sarcastic, and it made my day that they're just dragging Twitter for not—sorry, dragging Apple for not actually unveiling yeah. a new feature. That That's to funny. me was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, but it comes in blue now, <laughs> which is funny because it's like <clears throat> not that present of it. Is it like this or more of like the trash can style? No, it's it, it's the IMAX. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like how we're like pointing to all these different right, computers that and they, the can't audio, see. Yeah, they can't yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, but th- they're offering a few colors. They're offering blue, yellow, green, red, orange, orange. Wow! Watch the YouTube version of our podcast. <sighs> Those colors looked familiar, if you ask me. Yeah. Also purple, but you know, I'm sure I can. Oh, that's gross! I gotta get a new. Does cup. anyone actually like purple? Purple's a good color. Or I guess it depends on your definition of purple. If it's more violet, I'm fine with it. Okay. Purple and violet are the same color, and I will stand by this. It is not. They are absolutely Purple the same is color. more of like an ugly, like Hulk's pants is purple. Okay. That's, That's what like I see as purple. purple. Yeah. It's it's almost like, it's like a hybrid between violet and fuchsia. Is that how you pronounce that color? Yes, but yeah. These are more fuchsia. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, all right, but here's the thing about the Hulk, though. I get why his pants stay on from... Uh, a family-friendly perspective, mm-hmm. but then why does your shirt fall off? You know, like I think I understand once he's like part of like mm-hmm. you know once he's known he's the Hulk for a long mm-hmm. time, and and to be D- to be fair, does he wear stretchy pants? Yeah, like stretchy pants. But he doesn't. They're always ripped. Well, I mean, the pants are still like in in the Marvel version, the first Hulk movie. Of the one mm-hmm. in the MCU, not the first first Hulk movie, but in that one he buys like a huge extra mm-hmm. extra large pair of pants and is like puts them on, and so like when he turns into the Hulk, it still mm-hmm. like expands those even. Right. But but in the one before that, he actually is naked at one part in the movie. Oh, <laughs> but in the comics, yes, I completely right. Understand. It's like I mean I get it because right. children buy these, but. And they're trying to not... Also, how do we just start talking about the Hulk? Because I'm not really sure. Because of the color purple. That's the thing that you that's brought right. up. But, but no, no. Going back to the Hulk, though. <laughs> You're trying to transition. I am. And you set me up and I'm taking it. And don't you dare take this from me. The Hulk, I think <laughs> okay. it was interesting watching him... Oh, shoot. I was going to bring up uh, Captain America, too. We're, we're trying to talk about Falcon and the it's Winter It's interesting. Soldier, I'm going to do this for you. No, the Hulk is in, cool. he wasn't in Captain America Civil the War. The Hulk is cool because he was in... I, I really liked how he was more of a professor in in Infinity War. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, speaking up, of Infinity War, no, Captain they America... It, they were not in it, but Captain America was in it, and he passed his shield on to Sam. And also, it's Who crazy. There's Kevin this new Bacon. show out. 
there's this new show out called Falcon Winter Soldier, and it's kind of a continuation off of that. So for two things that were so close to each other, we totally did not manage to drive home the transition. Like for two things that were like right. Hey, next I to managed each other. it well. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing Wellish. six degrees of separation, <laughs> and there's only one degree. Like, yeah, they talked. Um, no, so so Disney Plus has the uh, their if 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 people are checking this out the day this episode comes out, then the final episode of Falcon and the Winter kind of Soldier has come out. Mm-hmm. Um, just at the. Uh, uh, this podcast is going to contain spoilers up to episode number five. Uh, if it could contain spoilers up through episode six, we'd probably do it, but we can't. Um, but I'm, I'm really, this has been a great, great kind of show that I have mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed a ton. Right. Um, I, I mean, these are, these are two characters that it's, it, they, I, all right. So it started off, I thought they were planning on doing a buddy cop kind of a thing mm-hmm. and they kind they kind of have, and they kind of didn't. Um, and instead they, it moved it towards a political thriller that has elements of action to it. Right. And I've super enjoyed that yeah. as its own kind of genre. Yeah. I love it so far. And mm-hmm. I mean, I said when you guys are listening to this, the <laughs> last episode will be out, but so far mm-hmm. in our perspective, our limited perspective mm-hmm. uh, by one episode, but right. it is really good. And I, yeah. I enjoy it that it's more, um, on the ground than WandaVision was, and and like literally, yes, literally. I mean, besides Falcon, but you know, he he. So for a man named Falcon, he's done very few wings types of things, yeah. and I think it's because it, if I'm guessing, those scenes are expensive. I mean, I, I'm sure they have the money too. I just don't think it was necessary for this story. Uh, yeah, but also they got to be expensive. What the they wings? can't be cheap to like fly him through the sky like that. I mean, all the stunts and everything. I, they they have toned it down a bit, but I think that also plays into the thing they were trying to do, and that's create this, mm-hmm. um, a not detective story, but they're they were trying to create the story of, of trying to track down Carly, a Morgenthau that is, um, trying to care over the people that have been displaced after people came back after the snap the blip i don't remember what we're calling it right um, and and it's a it's a political type of thriller it was closer to the captain america uh i think it was captain america 2 that uh it it was the the most politically uh kind of intrigued on that yeah yeah it feels very similar to that mm-hmm. and i yeah and i really enjoyed that captain america movie too mm-hmm. um and I think it's, yeah, it's just super well done so far. Mm-hmm. And with the new Captain America and no, how... No, Captain America. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that whole thing is, I, I think it's just so mm-hmm. interesting. And I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't, like, the first episode yeah. and that happened, I was like, what? I, you know, up until That's episode, so cool. actually, up until the end, I've been curious as to... Am I intended to really hate this character? Because um, I I don't think this character is about a a bad character, or right. as as he started, I don't think he's a bad person or mm-hmm. any of that. Right. I don't think that this is an evil person trying to do evil things, but this is a man that got over pressured right. and 
is just trying to do the best in a really terrible kind of circumstance. Right. And got pushed too far. Yeah, I don't hate him at all. Which is, I mean, I, I think that, like, obviously there's a little bit of, like, angst that mm-hmm. I would rather see Sam as Captain America. Sure. I think everyone wants that. Right. But, like, he's still, he, that actor has played mm-hmm. this character so well. Mm-hmm. We're like, because he's genuinely, he's honestly kind of right in a lot of the things he did besides mm-hmm. um, the murder. Besides the murder. And besides chucking the head, uh, uh, chucking the shield through someone's head. Which, here's the thing. I mean, like, in real life, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that would be fun. In, in an extent that, like... Have you been watching any of the news? It's super not. But, like, war is a thing. <laughs> right. And, and obviously it's but different in because war. this group is more, mm-hmm. like, political in the sense that, yeah. like, they they have followers sure. and, and, and don't. Like, there's some that think it's good and some that think it's not great. But, like, the thing, the reality is, like, war is a, is a thing where a lot of death happens. And, and it's interesting that, like that they would choose and the reason I feel for him is that they would choose mm-hmm. him to to be in on these missions but mm-hmm. like don't have the expectation that he would kill and like right and I think but obviously the way it happens like is mm-hmm. obviously not great in the middle of like a public square right like it was an execution happening right well in but and that's part of that character that even Steve Rogers struggled through is that Captain America started off as a PR piece Mm-hmm. And kept going as a PR piece, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and to him, I mean, as as far as a military kind of a uniform goes, it is ridiculous. It it it's it's blue. It's it's intended yeah. to stand out. So you, know, this isn't a tactical type of a thing they're trying to do. This is a piece of of um, PR. It's it's right. intended to be kind of a a greater thing than the military it's a thing people can stare at and go oh that's a hero they're trying to give them kind of a he uh, kind of a a person that others can aspire to be right um the problem in that is that this character you know a person brought up that uh the original promise steve rogers made it is it is that he'd keep being a good person, not necessarily speaking a good kind of soldier. Mm-hmm. Whereas John Walker is a good kind of soldier right. um, and a, a not a good person. He does the thing that he's told to be the good kind of a soldier that they asked him to be until they used him up and spit him out. Right. Um, and... I mean, there was a a good amount of struggle in this character, but the entire time there's also this idea that I kept of there was something about him I just didn't I I I couldn't build positive thoughts towards this character, and I think it was partially because he's not Steve. It's partially because it's not the uh, uh the Falcon, right? And it it was just a guy trying to be a thing that he isn't. Yeah, um, and just trying to follow orders, and I, I think that m- to me made him really not a likable character, despite all the cause I had to actually enjoy him. Yeah, and I think that's that's honestly like a, mm-hmm. a good point there. Like, like you said, that he's mm-hmm. he's a good soldier and not a good person, and mm-hmm. I think that there's the difference there is that like 
it's I think it's easy to like lead for him mm-hmm. in, in the military. I think it's easy to lead a group of people, mm-hmm. um, but then like because you you have to evaluate a lot of different people in your right. mind and the actions right. of that group of people in that team. Right. But then like once he has just jurisdiction over himself, mm-hmm. then it it becomes a lot harder, and yeah. that's where a, a good person. You know, and I yeah. don't think it, like by any means he's like a bad person, but like no, being a good person like Steve was, where he has more control, like self control, mm-hmm. because being a leader over yourself and putting your desires behind mm-hmm. yourself, yeah, is harder than than being yeah a good soldier. You know, where yeah. you you can tell that he like he even said in the in the scene that last episode we watched where he. Mm-hmm killed the guy and then he's in front of the council and they're telling him that he's fired um and that like he 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 said like i've you know committed my life mm-hmm. to your i did everything your, you asked me to yeah right like yeah. i did everything you asked me to yeah um but you know it's the moment you give someone mm-hmm. power and mm-hmm. and it's not there's not a lot of checks and balances there then right then it's hard to not right not cave in I actually thought there were kind of a fair amount of really good themes throughout the whole uh, kind of the show that I appreciated a ton. And, and and part of that is that being a good person by just doing the small thing or um, going out of their way to take care of the things that need to be taken care of. I mean, I mean the B plots of, of, of right. the episodes, they were not necessary at all and even to kind of a certain extent um, took out of the show. But... I'm. I mean, they essentially episode number. Uh, I think it was number five. Um, nothing happened, uh, but they did go back and and they, as a community, came together to fix up the kind of uh, the Falcon's boat, mm-hmm. so that their family could make a bit of money and take care of things. And right. and uh, that it was a struggle. The whole struggle of that episode was Falcon trying to be a good person by doing the mm-hmm. right but difficult thing, but nothing happened in that episode, and I adored it. It was fantastic. Yeah. They, I mean, and by... They fixed a boat, and I loved it. Right, because, I mean, it's, I mean, the reality of writing is that, like, mm-hmm. it all can't be action. You yeah. Know, that character building yeah. is more important than that stuff, and... Mm-hmm. And and this is yeah it was an episode of just like straight up right. character building and and it was really good and I think that even them just like setting that up before mm-hmm. like the whole like boat plot I really enjoyed from the first episode mm-hmm. you know like and I'm I'm glad that it was brought back because right. like it really like you're saying he's it's it's easy to and even his sister would like <coughs> say it a lot like mm-hmm. you know it's easy to for him to like carry the weight of the world like those bigger things mm-hmm. on his shoulders and like yeah. have his focus on those but like yeah and i think like you were saying it's it shows that he's a good person right because the small things right are important too and and not only are the small things important but like doing them well yeah and then just also like bucky helping out was yeah. cool. you know because yeah, he didn't have to do that either and even Understanding that it's it's the small things that can define a person and 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 the thing they are by the small things that they do during times they think nobody's paying attention. Mm-hmm. 
the fact that they I, I hope that the fact that they took time to fix this boat is not plot essential to the last episode if it is I'm going to lose my mind because that's just that would make no sense you know like oh but the the seventh infinity stones in the boat I mean, sink it I don't care anymore we jumped the shark but um, mm-hmm. I mean these types of things and you know taking Bucky through the path of f- f- forgiveness of, of, of people that he's cared about or well killed parts of their family taking time to go through that to not kill Baron Zima and give him over to the authorities not really the authorities give him over to um, Wakanda, Wakanda who who is going to send him to the raft yes, let's be honest they're just the world authorities <laughs> they're the world police but like I'm down with that, yeah, because they're awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean that was a big moment yeah. for him. Yeah, you know to, that like it's yeah to not be a killer, right? I I really loved his whole mm-hmm. like psychological problems that mm-hmm. he was dealing with. And yeah, I think that like it just had a good um, I don't know. It, it was good in the sense that like the <clears throat> the talk that Sam had with him mm-hmm. was is very tied in with like just mental health and like mm-hmm. he was like what steps do you actually taking to like go mm-hmm. against that you know like right in in combat those those right. thoughts and those dreams that you're having and like in in the point that he made like you don't have to you know forgive or or make amends with all right. these people immediately like start small right like and i think that's the biggest thing that like anyone can learn mm-hmm. in life is it's easy to look at everything, but just like narrow it down and look at one step at a time. Right. Make it as small as you need it to be till so yeah. it's digestible yeah, there, for you, you know? And there's a really important distinction that they made in that too of of all 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 the people that he's talked to are are people he was talking to because it made it it was a thing that that uh, Bucky carried as I need to do this in order that I can feel better. Mm-hmm. And and the challenge that he got, it was to do a thing that's going to hurt and it'll care over the other person that they need closure more than you do. And it's going to hurt. It's going to sting. It's going to be painful, all that. And still, you need to do it by pushing through and understanding the depth of the pain that got caused in order to come out the other end. Uh, and 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 they get their closure, and through that, you get yours also. And I thought right. that was a, a an important a distinction of doing things to the betterment of other people, or mm-hmm. to 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 my own personal uh, agenda, and trying to accomplish things that make me feel better. Right. And that distinction I, I thought was very important. Especially in in, in in kind of determining identity and in in being a greater person than us, because that's the whole point of these Marvel things is that mm-hmm. they're they're bigger people than themselves because they put their own identity behind them right. in order to grasp a greater identity that goes beyond them. Right. And John Walker, I just don't think that that his character ever was able to do that. Mm-hmm. It was about the pressure 
of being Captain America, of having all people stare at him, of um, making the name of John Walker better, of being the best John that he could be instead of being willing to become a nothing. And in in the end, he lost everything because of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Falcon and and the Winter Soldier, however, they had to be willing to become a nothing, to be faithful in the small things in order to become great. And when offered the choice to take the kind of the serum to make them stronger, in ultimate context, the uh, uh, the Falcon turned down, but John took it because it was about trying to grow John instead of trying to do the right thing. Right. And it was almost this idea of being willing to give up the things that make a person good in order to be become greater in the eyes of of other people right um kind of a forfeiting of the soul in order to to get personal gain and glory in the process right yeah and i think that yeah i mean it's hard and i think Mm -hmm. you put it you you said it right where it's it's a lot of pressure Mm-hmm. to be Captain America mm-hmm. and he said that and right and I think and I think ultimately that's what made him crumble yeah. and and in the moment like I think the moment we all saw it it was like I thought I thought he was like genuinely kind of fine until um the moment where he but I don't know what was happening like a bunch of the serums were like crushed on the ground yeah a baron he took the few and was trying to crush them because no super soldiers. And right. one escaped and, That's right. and, and, he, and he pocketed it for like... And like the look on his later. face when he was was staring at it on the ground. Right. And right. I think that that really summed up, sums up a lot of just the the feelings of like our flesh. Yeah. To, me, to me, that shot of him just like the contemplation in his mm-hmm. head... And and him just staring at it on the ground, right? Just really showed it all, and I thought right. that was just great. I really right. liked that part. And, um, and that was his time to either deny himself mm-hmm. or indulge in the flesh. Yeah, it was a turning point. Kind of a more more of a literal sense than I was thinking about before I said it, but like indulge the flesh by taking the super soldier kind of serum and going for it. And and scripture tells us a bunch about indulging the flesh and about uh, self-denial. Probably the most famous of those passages comes from Matthew chapter 16, 24 through 28. Caleb, if you want to give that a read for us. For sure. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father. And then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming into his kingdom. So this is 
one of those things I think a lot of people talk about in Christianese a ton of you gotta take up your own cross and follow him and I think we say that often but don't really have an understanding of what that actually means right and and I think to understand that is actually really key and critical to our spiritual well-being and health so Caleb what do you think it means to take up our cross I mean I think you know he says let him deny himself and take up his cross his Mm -hmm. cross and follow me and to me that is is really when we follow God a, I mean, I'm just, I'm more Calvinist. So I, the moment where we follow God and, and the moment we surrender our lives to mm-hmm. him is ultimately where we turn around on our path to death. Mm-hmm. But none of it is due to us or anything we could do. Right. And I think, like you're saying, that's a lot, that's a lot of the way like this verse is taken is, that, oh, mm-hmm. I got to carry my own baggage. I got to do right. this and follow God. Right. And, and when you do that, it really messes, messes it up and it, you you forget like the follow me part of it, mm-hmm. which is saying he's gonna be here with us through mm-hmm. our sanctification, through us carrying our cross. Mm-hmm. So like it will it will for sure right it take it, it will be a burden. There's gonna be things that are hard in our walk as Christians, which I do appreciate about this verse that it is mm-hmm. we have to deny ourselves, which is like I was talking mm-hmm. about earlier with John Walker mm-hmm. and like you know, when we are trying to battle ourselves, ultimately, mm-hmm. um, denying ourselves is hard. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But the, the key thing is follow me, that he's there with us and he's mm-hmm. sustaining us through it and he is loving us through it and that we're not alone, and nor right. can we do it alone. If we think about... And so, so, so this is one of those things that um, understanding the full story of Scripture, part of the impact of this isn't... It, it it's easy to have it fly over our head. I mean, this is Jesus talking in Matthew 16, mm-hmm. not uh, Matthew 26, 27, 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is him talking before he had been crucified. Right. And, and to tell them, um, pick up your cross. Well, well, they understood in an immediate context, ooh, that's a brutal death. I mean, that's, that's not a thing they right. want to sign up to do. And I think it is important that it's tied to denying uh, themselves right. and, and us to deny our identity, to deny our person in, in that this is the thing Christ came to do. Right. Christ came to not overthrow the government but to mm-hmm. die on the cross to overthrow death and sin right um it, it, and there are aspects of that of of christ giving up things that christ could have taken that w- would have been fine um in order that others can prosper because of it and i'm trying to be careful about that because it's still all to the glory of god and christ could have done a ton of different things but chose to do this uh, chose to to lower himself from heaven mm-hmm. uh, in order that mankind could be elevated in him to the glory of God. Right. And I think there there's this idea of dying to the self that it was pretty implicit in asking them to take up their cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Christ is asking them, be willing to die on behalf of this thing. 
Yeah. And 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 the fact that he told him to follow me and it still sailed right over their head that like oh but I mean clearly Jesus is not gonna have to pick up his cross. He's the king of kings. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, sure, homie. Um, even though he straight up on numerous occasions said like I'm going to die, they're going to kill me for your sake. They're right. like, Okay, funny joke. Uh yeah. And but but then this passage does go straight into the 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 question of okay so what are you willing to trade in order well sorry what's more important than your own kind of a soul mm-hmm. you know what do you trade your soul actually to get right. and 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 at first that comes off as a crazy stupid question mm-hmm. well like of course I don't trade anything for my a, a kind of the soul and the 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 implication there is actually you do mm-hmm. you just you haven't connected all the dots right. yeah um it's stuff closer to through browsing things on the internet that you know you don't need to be browsing yeah yeah that's exchanging the soul mm-hmm. in order to get that and you're okay with that right and 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 just understanding it through that context of of the things I crave are the things I need to die to in order that I can actually keep the soul or the inner part it's it's kind of this idea in in Greek understanding of uh, this is the inner part of the person that goes on through eternity it's uh I've kind of described it as the continuity of person is in the soul according right. to Greek philosophy during the time that the soul was the thing that made a person a person it wasn't the body because bodies change it um it, i mean the mind minds can be changed the uh y- you know all the, all those things change but the soul is a maintained the continuity of of the individual right and i just you know, being willing to not trade eternity to the point of temporary pleasure Mm -hmm. is very convicting to be honest and and I think that it's hard to even realize that you are forfeiting your soul Mm -hmm. unless Jesus is speaking to you in your life Mm mm-hmm and and I think that's part of the hard thing about that. Like you were saying, that people are like, "Oh, I'm not doing right. that." What are you talking right. about? It's just um, a little indulgence, right? And in nor do they see that mm-hmm. little indulgence as actually forfeiting their soul, mm-hmm. because oftentimes, I mean, for me, it's just hard to see these little steps that I've taken mm-hmm. um, take me to the place where you know I get in my sin nature, you know, right? And and I think that that's why why there's these verses after where he says, you know, or what shall a man give in Mm -hmm. return for his soul saying that like, you know, like you're saying he, he's implying you've already forfeited your soul. Yeah. You know, it's, it's already done. It's already gone. Yeah. And, and then also implying you can't, you know, there is nothing you can give in return for your soul. And that's why, or nothing that makes sense. Nothing that makes sense to them too. Yeah. And a good slice of cake. Yeah, <laughs> just like a red velvet cake. 
Like, but that, like that'll, a slice. That'll help them give your soul back. Yeah. I'd um, like to trade my soul for like a pie. Some red stew. But like a good, yeah, right. <laughs> um, my birthright, but like yeah. just for soup. Um, but he's Lips implying that only he can do that. And mm-hmm. I think that this is so cool to see also before um, Jesus died mm-hmm. on the cross for us that I, I always love stuff like this where he's already implying that you know, he, he's the one that's going to do this mm-hmm. and, right. And the, n- there's no other way. Right. There, there's, there's this comparison of, of, um, gaining the world, but having to forfeit the soul. And that, uh, that to me is, is, is a good picture of the thing we do when we actively go out and do sins uh and just call them the thing they are it's mm-hmm. and i think part of it is our thinking of we know best you know that's i mean, even going back to the garden of eden that's the original thing they did is like well right. you know i know god said but does god really know best and they began to doubt the goodness and the um the uh, the truthfulness of god by questioning well did god actually tell us to not do that or does he actually know or you know mm-hmm. those kinds of things and i think um, w- when that gets to the point, the good question to ask is, as I'm doing this, w- what are the parts of the gospel that I am f- f- forgetting? Right. It, it, a person brought up that question hmm. to me that, that's good, that it, it was a very changing question. The way I struggle through things is, okay, if I'm going to do kind of a sin, what parts of the gospel am I f- forgetting because a lot of people think the gospel is a thing that the non-christians need but all the biblical cases or most of the biblical cases of giving the gospel it was to people who were a part of the church Um, and and then the question is if i'm going to do this thing that i know goes against god's word Mm -hmm. what part of the gospel am i intentionally or unintentionally ignoring or forgetting about yeah, and, and, that's really good. And to frame it through that mm-hmm. makes the struggle well. It it puts it in perspective because I'm I, I'm not going to say it makes it easier because it doesn't. Uh, yeah, but it does sure. put it in perspective of what uh, you're forfeiting. <laughs> yeah, this thing this yeah. this thing I crave, I'd have to give up my soul to maintain it, and I'm not positive I want to do that. Right. I think one of the things that I struggle with the most and what causes a lot of the habits and mm-hmm. and sin nature that ultimately I've built up in my life mm-hmm. is the struggle to understand the gospel with my heart mm-hmm. and, and not through my mind. And I think mm-hmm. both are important. Yeah. You know, absolutely. it's right. It's good to have a right view on the gospel and, and theology on the gospel and what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, but to understand it with your heart is just hard for me for some reason. And, and so there, there are times where I feel like the joy of my salvation. And, and I think that that is mm-hmm. a good place to be. Like that's right. ideally where we want to be in life. Right. It's just in a constant state of, like David says, you know, God restoring me the joy of my salvation. Right. Because because that is when we have like everything's in line and there's those times mm-hmm. we all have but the reality is is you know probably eighty percent of my life I'm gonna be living in 
in the the struggle to mm-hmm. to understand with my heart what the gospel means and so when it comes to those decisions like you're saying when you frame mm-hmm. it with the gospel i think it's good that you said it doesn't make it easier right because you're not always yeah <laughs> your heart isn't always aligned there either right but i think it does what is good about that is it does put it in perspective and in those times that like we are and and like feeling the joy of our salvation and what jesus did for us we can we can look back on those times and mm-hmm. see i don't know to me it it makes it easier to see the the weightiness of those decisions right and how in and possibly through logic ultimately that hopefully i will realize mm-hmm. what jesus did and and choose him over mm-hmm. that but it is hard like yeah. it's genuinely yeah hard and and we freaking we can't do it without him mm-hmm. and i i would be yeah scared the, there's, to do it without him. The, there's this act of denial of our own person uh, a, a personage that needs to occur and I, I mean my biggest struggle is is the willingness to become a nobody uh I mean, there's an old, oh, I think it's Count Zinzendorf, and I might have said this before, I think it's Count Zinzendorf, that brought up uh, preach the gospel, die, and be forgotten. And that is our goal, is to do those things, that we preach the gospel, we die, and then the name of Jesus is known, and ours is very much kept out of history. Right. And I... I think that's kind of the ideal is in doing that. And I actually struggled through this a bit um, early on in, in a bunch of stuff because I kept trying to make a name for myself, do these things. And um, I, I had these aspirations to be, you know, a department kind of a um, over a department at you know, big churches, that kind of stuff. Even the churches I applied to uh, as I was applying for jobs, I was applying like, way out of my league um Mm -hmm. and not because i thought i could do it but because i thought i needed a chance to be able to do it does that make sense right um and i had to get to this place of being willing to be nobody in order to actually be in a place that i can thrive and do well and start programs and do things and pour into specific people and teach and train and 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 do those and i'm not claiming that I'll never be in a mega church ever, ever, or any of that. But to to the place I'm at at this point, um, it's a good place to be because I'm okay not trying to get my name out there. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I've I've had conversations to a few different people about like branding and brand, you know the the branding of Danny Burton, and I'm just like I just don't care. Uh, yeah. I I don't I don't super care about that. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't. This is gonna sound like I'm tooting my own horn, and I'm really not trying to. I have a good resume, and but if if I handed it to you and you took my picture out, I'm not the one that you would point out and be like that guy, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah. I'm not trying too too hard to be a thing that I'm not. I'm trying to be the person God's called me to be, 
and empty me of me in order that God can be glorified. And I'm not saying I'm doing it perfect. In fact, that's probably my biggest consistent struggle is being willing to be a nothing. Um, but the closer I've gotten to it, that I've, I've gotten a lot, well, to be honest, a lot happier mm-hmm. because I didn't need to be in this constant state of needing to prove myself. Right. Uh, and I think that's, that's great. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, I mean, is what it should be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of just, I guess, optics are just very important nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, and it has just skewed a lot of like, and it mm-hmm. has gone into Christian culture a lot. Now I think there's, there's good optics <clears throat> and there's bad optics. Like, yeah what you're talking about is bad optics having to think that like you should shape yourself in some way to make it or that I'm a brand right so like I'm not a brand yeah and I don't think that that you should be and ultimately Mm -hmm. I think that we can just trust God with Mm -hmm. the next steps in our career in our life sure and and that we should be focused more on on our uh Mm -hmm our relationship with him and how he's changing us internally Mm -hmm. than outwardly. Right. And, and I think that that's great. Like I've, well, I, so, so the more I've thought about it, I see, cause I don't think branding is not important. I think it is the thing that is the natural outflow of purpose and a mission. But where people have gotten into trouble is they've started at branding and then built a, a purpose based on that, mm-hmm. that, that as, as they've made it about the organization or about the person mm. instead of about the thing they're actually trying to do. And even the big name pastors that have really uh, crumbled, they, they, they've crumbled because of that, that they, they needed to maintain this brand of the gruff pastor that he he says the hard things he gets the hard cuts and all mm-hmm. that and, and then every time that he spoke there there needed to be that on brand kind of a moment that he he spoke this edgy truth mm-hmm. uh in instead of preaching through the kinds of scripture that were gentle in nature um and it was difficult to preach those because they weren't on brand Right. And and that's the point that it gets into trouble is when branding goes above person and mm-hmm. a mission. I think there's an authenticity to the individual that also comes out of being willing to die to ourselves s- s- and actually take up our cross. That there is right. an, an, an authenticity of the person that craves other things contrary to scripture, contrary to the gospel, that person is dead and our authentic person that God created us to be our new person in Christ. That is the authentic person that needs to be communicated and expressed at all times. Right. And it can only do that if there's, if there isn't the, well, kind of the hindrance of the old self. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, there's a verse where Paul talked about, and I think this falls in line with what you're talking about, where he's saying that the gospel doesn't need lofty speech mm-hmm. or you know fancy rhetoric skills to be articulated. Mm-hmm. That that the Holy Spirit is going to speak through that person mm-hmm. no matter what, right? And that should be the focus is the gospel, mm-hmm. and and how are we playing a part in mm-hmm. that, and not what 
Because that's the beautiful thing. That's the thing that is, like you're saying, when we focus on the gospel and when we focus on our standing with Jesus, those things fall in place. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, they are important. Right. Um, right. But it shouldn't be the thing we go to first. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, the order is very important. And and I think it, it should be just what what part are you playing in the body? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a gear and a watch. You know, you're mm-hmm. not going to be seen. That's not the important part, but you need right. to be there for it to work. Right. But you need to be in your place, and 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 ultimately, the beauty of it is the watch, the gospel. Right. It's you're just a part on the inside. You're not even seen. You know. Right. It's not the point. Um. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. So so that's been been I don't know the the whole the Falcon and the Winter kind of soldier I think has been very. It, more preachable than they intended it to be I'll be honest like there's some really mm-hmm. good things in there that have made me think about a lot of different things and, and this idea of am I f- f- forfeiting the soul in order to gain other things has been um, probably the thing I've thought about the most throughout all of this and so yeah. we want to hear from you guys uh, who are going through the show if not why not why aren't you watching it it's a good show <laughs> It is a good show. But they're good dogs. I mean, if you haven't watched any of the other Marvel stuff, then maybe... It's not going to make any sense at all. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you should just Just stay in your lane. (laughs) Watch 22 22 movies? I think it's a lot more than that. No, I think you're right. It's 3,000 minutes of movies. Wow. It almost makes it not worth it to rewatch all of those. Because I watched them as they came out, but to rewatch it, I just, I just feel like I'm wasting so much life. It's 3,000 minutes. Do you know yeah. why? Why? Because they love us 3,000. Okay. I don't know. Now they can't make any more movies. It just has to die. So far, that is what they're doing. So, like, <laughs> ooh, what are we doing? Um, and anyway, though, we want to hear from uh, you guys. Sorry, I'm trying to convince Caleb to do an episode on the Black Widow movie when it comes out. Well, I'll do that and if it's for the podcast. he would have to watch it first. As long as you pay for my movie ticket. Because I don't want to spend my money on that. I'm gonna. It's going to be the only time I'd give money to Disney Premier Access Plus. Why? So I can get the movie or not have to go to the I theater. Watch it unless it's in theaters. That makes it boring. I have a good TV. You can have full meals here. Anyway, we want to hear from theater you guys. Experience. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, did you enjoy the show? What's your favorite part? Your best favorite part? Your that came out wrong. Or um, <laughs> work with me. Bart. <laughs> Listen, we've never done an episode before. Oh, uh, or. What takeaways from the movie? I can't. I can't. What takeaways hey, from the show so that you found? What do you think was good? And, and how do you see it relate to the gospel and, and, and the struggles you in your life? Dying to yourself and picking up your cross daily and following him. Wow. There you go. Got it out. Cool. Can I go? Can I go um, you can also follow us. I'm going to go. On Well, if you want to reach out to us, you can go to thegospelatpost.com slash nobody special. And there's a form where you can you can ask us questions for future episodes. You can say hello. You can tell us your thoughts. You can tell us your what you want prayer for. We'd love to hear any of it. It literally makes our day to be able to connect with you guys on a more personal level. Um, 
And you can also reach out on Nobody's Special Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also watch our faces on YouTube uh, if you want to do that. Yeah. And, you know, like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell. I hate that I said all of those things. But. Yeah. Hey, just a reminder to do that. And we appreciate all the people that do do all those things that uh, tune into our episodes and tell other people about it. We appreciate all our fans feels like a dirty word. Uh, listeners. <laughs> Why? Fans. Listeners. Listeners. Is, it's a bare minimum. You know, they're listeners. Listening. <laughs> They may not be engaged, but they're listening. Thank you for listening, <laughs> even if you hate us and are not a fan. Uh, no, but Caleb and I do just appreciate imagining like all a the torture dungeon where they're just playing our podcast and they're like, "Turn it off." <laughs> Caleb, I hope that's not. Caleb and I do appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to our podcast. We just like to tell self-deprecating jokes. Is where we are. Oh boy. Well, if you're oh. a terrorist, though, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will come for you, and we've brought it full circle. There Hooray. we go. All right, that's gonna do it for us today. I'm Danny, and I'm Caleb, and we are nobody, nobody special. special.